Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well beloved spouse, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I'd like to talk about our new altar, the centerpiece of our church, give a theological understanding of what it is and what it symbolizes. One of the reasons for our new altar, besides putting the statue of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in the center, is to provide a more fitting throne for our Lord in the tabernacle. In the church, there is a long-standing tradition that Christ is the priest, he's the victim, and he is the altar of his own sacrificial offering at Mass. He is the priest because he is the one who offers the sacrifice of his own body and blood through the ministry of the ordained priest, acting in persona Christi, in the person of Christ. He is the victim because he offers himself in sacrifice. And finally, he is the altar because his body is the very place of this sacrificial offering. Just think about this. On the cross, on Calvary, his body was the altar, and the Mass is a representation of his same sacrifice under the form of bread and wine. Therefore, the altar, understood in this sense, is Christ. The altar represents Christ himself in different but complementary ways. I'll explain that. God communicates to us through visible sacred signs and symbols which help us to grasp invisible realities. We go from the material to the immaterial, the visible to the invisible. And the altar is one of the ways this is done. The Catechism of the Catholic Church states that the altar is the symbol of Christ himself present in the midst of the assembly of his faithful. And this is why the altar is placed in the center of the church, towards which, says the Catechism, the intention, the intention of the whole congregation of the faithful naturally turns. I would say that's especially now. As soon as you walk into this church, your eyes are focused on that beautiful altar. Church law states that the altar should be immovable as a symbol of Christ being the eternal God, the rock, and a symbol of his eternal love for us as well. In two weeks, July 16th, the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, the Latin Mass will be at 9 a.m. The Archbishop will be here for an 11 a.m. Mass, and he's going to dedicate the new altar to consecrate it. And in the dedication rite, he will pour a sacred chrism, which is olive oil mixed with a sweet-smelling perfume or balm, on the mensa or the table of the altar. And this is to symbolize that Jesus is the Christ. In Greek, that means the anointed one. God the Father and the Holy Spirit anointed the humanity of Christ. So, well, to, to bring out the, the reality that he is the high priest and king, who on the altar of his body would offer his own human life, pour out his precious blood for our salvation. In the dedication rite, the Archbishop will use incense, the sweet-smelling smoke from the incense which rises up is a sign of Christ's sacrifice that ascends to God as an odor of sweetness, as the liturgy and the Psalms tell us. And the lighting of the candles on the altar that follows 
signifies that Jesus Christ is the true light that has come into the world, that he is the light to all peoples and all nations. And these rites, these rituals, will help us to realize, well, to go from the external sign to the sacramental mystery, which is made present. The altar is also the place of sacrifice, where the sacrifice of Christ's body and blood on Calvary is represented under the form of bread and wine in the same manner that Jesus offered it at the Last Supper. The altar itself signifies that Christ is present among his people who participate in the sacrifice that he offers on his very person, because the altar is a symbol of Christ himself. And the sacrificial quality of the altar is also the reason why, when the altar is dedicated, the Archbishop will place a relic of a saint in the altar. That saint will be St. Catherine of Siena. She's one of the two patrons of the saints of Italy. She is the saint to my left, to your right, along with St. Francis of Assisi. And as the, ded the dedication rite states, the placing of the relics signifies that the saints are triumphant victims who have come to their rest in the place where Christ is victim. That is the altar. The altar is also a symbol of the table of the Mass as the Passover or Paschal banquet. In the old Passover rite, the Israelites killed a young male lamb, a year old, unblemished, sprinkled its blood on the doorposts, and then ate its roasted flesh in order that the angel of death would pass over their homes saved. And this was all a symbol, a type of Christ. It pointed to the future. Jesus Christ is the new, the true Passover lamb who takes away the sins of the world, who commands us to eat his flesh and drink his blood if we want to live in him and he in us, and if we want to be raised up in a body glorified on the last day at the resurrection of the dead. The Mass is the true Paschal Feast, and I don't know if you can see it from where you're at, but if you come up to Communion, if you look right above the tabernacle, there's a beautiful image of a lamb. Steve Cassio, who designed the altar, had that idea of just putting uh, an image of the lamb to represent this idea of Christ, the sacrificial lamb, on the altar with the whole thing as a standard, okay, the lamb's traditional Christian symbol of Christ. But the altar is not only a sign of the Last Supper, that we are fulfilling Christ's command to eat his flesh, drink his blood. It's all, it also prefigures the table of the heavenly banquet, the eternal feast in heaven. And here I'll quote the Catechism again. In the Eucharistic celebration, we already unite ourselves with the heavenly liturgy and anticipate eternal life. That's what the Mass is. Heaven comes down to earth. We are taken up into heaven, into that heavenly liturgy. And understood from this perspective, the altar gives a foretaste of the heavenly banquet because, as the rite of dedication states, Christ is the living altar in the heavenly temple. This is all what the book of Revelation is about, the Apocalypse, by the way, if you read it from a Catholic perspective. Okay? One of the things that brought a Protestant named Scott Hahn into the church. The altar is a sacred place on which sacred actions happen. Our altar will be dedicated in order to make it fit for divine worship, in order to offer 
the greatest action on earth, the holy sacrifice of the Mass. A few years ago, Pope Benedict XVI wrote an encyclical on the Eucharist called Sacramentum Caritatis, the sacrament of charity, the sacrament of love, because that's what the Eucharist is. Jesus is the love of God in flesh. And in the section, in that encyclical entitled Art at the Service of the Liturgy, this is what Pope Benedict says, everything related to the Eucharist should be marked by beauty. And this applies in a special way to the centerpiece of the church and altar, on which the sacrifice of the Mass takes place and on which Christ's body and blood is reposed in the tabernacle. The material, the size, the shape, the proportions of the altar should all make it emanate beauty, divine beauty. And I think our altar does so. By the way, it's all wood. People have been asking me, and it's a marble foe. It's made to look like marble, but the, the altar is made out of all wood. And uh, actually, the, the two pedestals for the the angels aren't finished. They won't be finished until after the consecration, the dedication of the altar takes place. The angels have arrived, but not the pedestals. So, a few days ago, some men, I, I uh, asked some men down the street at the granite shop to help me move out the pedestal that was here on which the tabernacle sat before our new altar. That pedestal was about a thousand pounds. It was quite an ordeal to get it down those three steps. We brought it out to the hallway. It was dismantled out there. And uh, these big strapping guys came walking in, and the fellow walked in, walking in next to me, just as soon as he entered the church, he looked at the altar and he said, that is beautiful, which I think expressed my sentiments as well, hopefully yours. We want to continue with this project of making our sanctuary beautiful with phase two, which is the paintings. We want big murals to go up about $20,000 a piece on both sides. The uh, prophets Elijah and Elisha, the founders of the Carmelites, Our Lady giving the brown scapular to St. Simon's document, 10 Carmelite saints. Um, those Carmelite saints are about $5,000 a piece. The murals are about $20,000 maybe a little more, your contributions towards this effort would be warmly accepted. You can donate online. Go to the parish website, just scroll down, you'll see donate, make a donation by a credit card, or you can write a check, mark it, drop it into the collection basket, bring it to the parish or send it in, whatever you'd like. We want to beautify make more beautiful our sanctuary area, really make it a, in a sense, a Carmelite shrine in order to give greater glory to God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and to Our Lady, our patroness, Mount Carmel, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.